Let my prayer be set forth in thy sight as the incense, and let the lifting up of my hands be an evening sacrifice. Let's humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no health in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind, in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people, pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all of their sins and serve thee with a quiet mind, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalms 29 and 30. From 29. Ascribe unto the Lord, O ye mighty. Ascribe unto the Lord worship and strength. Ascribe unto the Lord the honor due unto his name. Worship the Lord with holy worship. The voice of the Lord is upon the waters. It is the glorious God that maketh the thunder. It is the Lord that ruleth the sea. The voice of the Lord is mighty in operation. The voice of the Lord is a glorious voice. The voice of the Lord breaketh the cedar trees. Yea, the Lord breaketh the cedars of Lebanon. He maketh them to skip like a calf, Lebanon also, and Sirion like a young unicorn. The voice of the Lord divideth the flames of fire. The voice of the Lord shaketh the wilderness. Yea, the Lord shaketh the wilderness of Kadesh. The voice of the Lord maketh the hinds to bring forth young, and skip bare the forest. In his temple doth everything speak of his honor. The Lord sitteth above the water flood, and the Lord remaineth a king forever. The Lord shall give strength unto his people. <clears throat> the Lord shall give his people the blessing of peace. I will magnify thee, O Lord, for thou hast set me up, and not made my foes to triumph over me. O Lord my God, I cry unto thee, and thou hast healed me. Thou, Lord, hast brought my soul out of hell. That has kept my life, that I should not go down into the pit. Sing praises unto the Lord, O ye saints of his, and give thanks unto him for a remembrance of his holiness. For his wrath endureth but the twinkling of an eye, and in his pleasure is life. Heaviness may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. And in my prosperity I said, I shall never be removed. Thou, Lord, of thy goodness hast made my hill so strong. Thou didst turn thy face from me, and I was troubled. Then cried I unto thee, O Lord, and gat me to my Lord right humbly. What profit is there in my blood, 
when I go down into the pit. Shall the dust give thanks unto thee, or shall it declare thy truth? Hear, O Lord, and have mercy upon me. Lord, be thou my helper. Thou hast turned my heaviness into joy. Thou hast put off my sackcloth and girded me with gladness. Therefore shall every good man sing of thy praise without ceasing. O my God, I will give thanks unto thee for ever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, it is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the fifth chapter of the book of Job. Call out now, is there anyone who will answer you? And to which of the holy ones will you turn? For wrath kills a foolish man, and envy slays a simple one. I have seen the foolish taking root, but suddenly I cursed his dwelling place. His sons are far from safety. They are crushed in the gate, and there is no deliverer. Because the hungry eat up his harvest, taking it, taking it even from the thorns, and a snare snatches their substance. For affliction does not come from the dust, nor does trouble spring from the ground. Yet man is born to trouble as the sparks fly upward. But as for me, I would seek God, and to God I would commit my cause. Who does great things and unsearchable, marvelous things without number? He gives rain on the earth and sends waters on the fields. He sets on high those who are lowly, and those who mourn are lifted to safety. He frustrates the devices of the crafty, so that their hands cannot carry out their plans. He catches the wise in their own craftiness, and the counsel of the cunning comes quickly upon them. They meet with darkness in the daytime, and grope at noontime as in the night. But he saves the needy from the sword, from the mouth of the mighty and from their hand. So the poor have hope, and injustice shuts her mouth. Behold, happy is the man whom God corrects. Therefore do not despise the chastening of the Almighty, for he bruises, but he binds up. He wounds, but his hands make whole. He shall deliver you in six troubles. Yes, in seven, no evil shall touch you. In famine, he shall redeem you from death, and in war from the power of the sword. You shall be hidden from the scourge of the tongue, and you shall not be afraid of destruction when it comes. You shall laugh at destruction and famine, and you shall not be afraid of the beasts of the earth. For you shall have a covenant with the stones of the field, and the beasts of the field shall be at peace with you. You shall know that your tent is in peace. You shall visit your dwelling and find nothing amiss. You shall also know that your descendants shall be many, and your offspring like the grass of the earth. You shall come to the grave at a full age, as a sheaf of grain ripens in its season. Behold, this we have searched out. It is true. Hear it, and know for yourself. Here endeth the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Saviour, for he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name, and his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He hath showed strength with his arm, he hath scoured the proud in the imagination of their hearts, he hath put down the mighty from their seat and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers Abraham and his seed forever. 
Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 31st verse of the 12th chapter of the Gospel according to St. Matthew. Therefore I say to you, every sin and blasphemy will be forgiven men, but the blasphemy against the Spirit will not be forgiven men. Anyone who speaks a word against the Son of Man, it will be forgiven him. But whoever speaks against the Holy Spirit, it will not be forgiven him, either in this age or in the age to come. Either make the tree good and its fruit good, or else make the tree bad and its fruit bad, for a tree is known by its fruit. Brood of vipers, how can you, being evil, speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart and the mouth speaks. A good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good things, and an evil man out of the evil treasure brings forth evil things. But I say to you that for every idle word men may speak, they will give account of it in the day of judgment. For by your words you will be justified, and by your words you will be condemned. Then some of the scribes and Pharisees answered, saying, Teacher, we want to see a sign from you. But he answered and said to them, an evil and adulterous generation seeks after a sign, and no sign will be given to it except the sign of the prophet of Jonah. For as Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of the great fish, so will the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. The men of Nineveh will rise up in the judgment with this generation and condemn it, because they repented at the preaching of Jonah. And indeed a greater than Jonah is here. The queen of the south will rise up in the judgment with this generation and condemn it. For she came from the ends of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon, and indeed a greater than Solomon is here. When an unclean spirit goes out of a man, he goes through dry places seeking rest and finds none. Then he says, I will return to my house from which I came. And when he comes, he finds it empty, swept, and put in order. Then he goes and takes with him seven other spirits more wicked than himself, and they enter and dwell there, and the last state of that man is worse than the first. So shall it also be with this wicked generation. While he was still talking to the multitudes, behold, his mother and brothers stood outside seeking to speak with him. Then one said to him, Look, your mother and your brothers are standing outside seeking to speak with you. <clears throat> but he answered and said to the one who told him, who is my mother and who are my brothers? And he stretched out his hand toward his disciples and said, Here are my mother and my brothers. For whoever does the will of my Father in heaven is my brother and sister and mother. Here endeth the second lesson. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation. Thou hast prepared before the face of all people be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and never shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven. Sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. 
I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, make clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Lord, we pray thee that thy grace may always prevent and follow us, and make us continually to be given to all good works, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. For the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening. Welcome. Just a couple of thoughts on uh, tonight's lessons. Our first lesson comes from the fifth chapter of Job, and we're right smack dab in uh, the middle of one of Job's friends, uh, Eliphaz the Timonite, and he is counseling Job, and Job has gone through a rough season. And before we go any further, it's, it is important to uh, remember that before all of this uh, tragedy befell Job, he was already declared righteous. He was... He, he had done nothing wrong. And so um, he is a righteous man who, who didn't actually deserve any of these things to happen in, um, if, I mean, if we're looking at this uh, honestly. But these things uh, just happened to happen to him. And uh, Job's friend, I cannot kind of wrap his head around the fact that um, bad things might happen to good people. And he, he begins tonight's uh, passage by kind of seems like a proverb where, um, you know, the fool gets what's coming to him and the evil man gets what's coming to him. And he kind of like says this to Job. And, you know, as, as someone who's gone through um, a rough season, and your friend tells you, oh, well, bad things happen to bad people. Um, you must have done something wrong. It can, can be kind of offensive um, a little bit. And then we move on to the second part of this passage, uh, verses 8 through 16. And 8 through 16 are, are pretty, pretty good verses. I, I really do enjoy this passage. And... Uh, taken out of context and just put by itself. It's, it's, it sounds very nice. In fact, it sounds like the Magnificat a lot, if you, if you look at it. Um, who does great things in unsearchable, marvelous things without number? He gives rain on the earth and sends waters to the field. 
Uh, he sets high those who are lowly, and those who mourn are lifted to safety. And it recalls kind of what we just said in the Magnificat, where God is um, magnifying the humble and the people who are proud are um, brought low. And God kind of rearranges what's happening in the world. And so the second thing that you know Job's friend offers up is that God makes things right. God judges. And I think the thing that um, Job's friend misses that the Blessed Virgin Mary gets when, when Mary says the Magnificat is uh, that this is an I ideal. This is something that will eventually happen, but has not yet. And when Mary finds out that she's pregnant with Jesus, she knows that this is the beginning of the kingdom coming and that these things will happen um, and already are happening, that, that Jesus is coming and making right and Jesus is coming and reordering things the way they ought to be reordered. And um, we won't see the completed picture of that until the end of time when Jesus comes on the day of judgment. But um, right now, uh, it, it is probably unhelpful for Job to have heard this in his current situation with uh, Eliphaz. It seems like he's implying that God does this, you know, does this now and perfectly now. And, and although that may not be the case in this situation, that God will do these things, but there's going to be a season of time when these things are not yet done. Um, and these things will be done at the full, when the, when the kingdom of heaven fully comes at the end of time. And then we get to the last third of this chapter. And there's a couple of things I wanted to point out where Job's friend says, Behold, happy is the man whom God corrects. Therefore, do not despise the chastening of the Almighty, uh, for he bruises, but he binds up. And then later on in this, uh, this uh, passage, he says, um, You shall know that your tent is in peace. You shall visit your dwelling and find nothing amiss. Uh, it says that you will go to the grave at a full age. And essentially what the friend is doing with the, you know, uh, be, be of good cheer when God chastens and corrects you. First off, it assumes that Job did something wrong and, and is in need of chastening or correcting, and we're told that he is not. He's a righteous man. And second, um, it, it kind of says everything is going to be okay in the end. And, you know, this, this is like pastoral ministry 101 are not good things to say to someone who's going through a very difficult season. Essentially, he's telling Job, hey, everything works out. Everything has a purpose. Um, God has a greater plan. Trust in God's plan. And also, you're going to be okay. Um, you don't necessarily want to say that to someone who's going through a rough time. Because no one wants to hear when they're going through a rough time that this is all part of God's plan, although that might be true. Uh, and no one wants to hear everything's going to be okay because we don't know that that 
is going to work out. We don't know that it's going to be okay. We don't know that Job is going to, to end um, his life at an old age. And so these are kind of just empty words that Job's friend is saying to Job. And it kind of... It, it, and the reason why the friend is probably doing this is because the friend has some anxiety about what's happening. The friend sees that the righteous man has uh, experienced some some troubles. Uh, bad things happen to, to good be people, <clears throat> and that causes an anxiety in him that he cannot handle, and he has to make sense of it. And <clears throat> instead of just being with Job and um, going with Job through this, he's he's trying to make Job feel like, oh, everything's going to be okay. You don't need to feel sad anymore because the friend himself couldn't be in the presence of that sadness. And um, in this way, the friend's not helping Job. The friend is trying to help himself by removing himself from the bad situation by making Job think, oh, it's not so bad. Everything's going to be okay in the end. When all Job needs is someone to listen to him, I think um, Marcia Farrell said it said it best um, one time when she said, uh, "Never waste a good opportunity to stay silent." And um, I think Job's friend might have benefited well from that, although the chapter may have been shorter if he stayed silent. Um, all right, going on to Matthew. Chapter 12, Jesus is uh, speaking to uh, the Pharisees and the leaders of Israel. And they have just accused him of, uh, you know, casting out a demon by the devil, by the power of the devil. And the reason they say this is because if they say Jesus cast out a demon through the power of God, then they acknowledge his authority as coming from God. And so they can't deny that the demon has been cast out, but instead of acknowledging Jesus' authority by saying he cast out the demon from because of God, they say he cast out the demon because of the devil. And uh, Jesus points out the, the illogicalness of that statement and seeks to kind of address the root here. Um, the Pharisees are uh, ultimately rejecting the word of God, and they're rejecting the Torah made flesh in front of them. And Jesus is saying, well, the, the clock is kind of ticking now. There's going to come a time when um, you're, you're going to be offered the Holy Spirit through baptism, and you're going to say no to that. And <clears throat> saying no to the Holy Spirit is the one thing that um, we cannot do. It is by the Holy Spirit living within us that we have a connection to God, that we have um, the ability to uh, rise again to new life. And if we deny the Holy Spirit a place within us, either by uh, deciding we don't want to get baptized or pushing the Holy Spirit out in some way, that's the thing that that's going to um, ultimately cause us to be lost uh, to death. 
And so the Holy Spirit is our connection to life. And Jesus is making this, um, and, and just kind of just telling the Pharisees that this is, you need to get on board because what you're doing is you're choosing death. And then he goes on to say, you know, um, the tree by its fruit. And this is also a kind of a judgment on the Pharisees. And um, you, you as Pharisees can, you know, say how righteous you are and, and how wonderful you are, but it doesn't look that way by the fruits of your labors. You you don't have a nation of people who are are forgiven and are drawn closer to God through your ministry. In fact, you have the opposite. You have a nation of people who um, are in need of forgiveness and are in need of a light burden. And this idea of, of fruit and the Holy Spirit go together for ourselves, that we bear fruit because the Holy Spirit is within us. Uh, we bear good fruit. And the Pharisees would bear, bear good fruit if they accepted the Holy Spirit. And it is the Holy Spirit within us that produces the good fruit uh, because we cannot on our own do those things, such as um, the more we spend in prayer, the better access we have to the Holy Ghost, and uh, the, the more the Holy Ghost um, is able to work in us and to help us minister to other people. We begin to sin less. We begin to love people better. And uh, we begin to let the light of Christ shine through us in our lives. And, and so um, the way to bear good fruit is by uh, being connected to the Holy Spirit. So uh, there's more here in this chapter, but um, I think those are the things that I wanted to talk about this evening. So um, that's all for tonight. We'll end prayer with a uh, reading of the litany for the church and evangelism. Uh, please join us uh, as well by clicking the link in the chat bar and reading the italicized portions. We offer the litany for the church and evangelism this evening to the glory of God, for the prayers and intentions of those who are present with us. We ask that um, God would increase mission ministry within our diocese, that God would continue to strengthen us spiritually through the balance of Trinity season and that um, we may experience God in new ways as uh, Trinity closes. O God, the Father, creator of heaven and earth, have mercy upon us. O God, the Son, redeemer of the world, have mercy upon us. O God, the Holy Ghost, sanctifier of the faithful, have mercy upon us. O holy, blessed, and glorious Trinity, one God, have mercy upon us. We sinners do beseech thee to hear us, O Lord God, and that may please thee to rule and cover thy holy church universal and right ways. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That may please thee to seek, uh, may please thee to rule the hearts of thy servants, the President of the United States, the Governor of the State, and all in authority. That they may above all things seek thy honor and glory. We beseech thee to hear us, <laughs> good Lord. That it may please thee to illuminate all bishops, priests, and deacons with true knowledge and understanding of thy word. And that both by their preaching and living they may set it forth and show it accordingly. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to send forth laborers into thy harvest. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to give to all thy people increase of grace, to hear meekly thy word, and to receive it with pure affection, 
and to bring forth the fruits of the Spirit. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please you to comfort and relieve all those who are in any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or state. Even them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue of all their afflictions. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to forgive our enemies, persecutors, and slanderers, and to turn their hearts. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to give us true repentance, to forgive us all our sins, negligences, and ignorances, and to endue us with the grace of thy Holy Spirit to amend our lives according to thy holy word. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to have mercy on the faithful departed. Granting them entrance into the land of light and joy in the fellowship of thy saints. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. We sinners do beseech thee to hear us, O Lord God, and then may please thee to fill us with the gifts of the Holy Spirit for the work of ministry and the building up of the body of Christ. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. Then may please thee to give us power through the Holy Spirit to be thy witnesses in our wor in word and deed in our homes, work, and leisure. We <clears> beseech <throat> thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to convert hearts through our ministry and add continually to our number of those who are being saved. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to bless our ministry of word and sacrament, opening minds to understand the scriptures and making thyself known in the breaking of the bread. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to make us ready always to give an answer to anyone who asks the reason for the hope that is within us. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to put it into our hearts to find out and seek to seek, that it may please to put it into our hearts to seek out and find thy lost sheep and bring them back into thy fold. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to fill us with such love for one another that all may perceive in our midst the presence of Christ and be drawn into his holy fellowship and service. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. Almighty and everlasting God, who didst endue thy church with power from on high on the day of Pentecost, throughout the Holy Spirit upon our diocese and the parishes and continue. In communities our diocese is working with, and grant unto us all things that are needful for our spiritual welfare. Enlighten and guide our clergy and lay workers, strengthen and increase the faithful, visit and relieve the sick, turn and soften the wicked, rouse the negligent and careless, recover the fallen, restore the penitent, remove all hindrances to the advancement of thy truth, bring all to be of one heart and mind within the fold of thy holy church, to the honor and glory of thy name, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with Saul evermore. Amen. Thank you, Barb and Michelle, for reading and responding tonight. Thank you all for being here. Have a great and wonderful Wednesday evening. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you. Thank you. Have a great night, everybody. <laughs>